0: Henry Wadsworth Longfellow wrote a poem on December the 25th, 1863. The poem, born from a time when his peace, even his faith was shaken some two years earlier. A time which had its beginnings, July the 9th, 1861, when his wife of 18 years, Fanny Elizabeth, was severely burned after her dress caught fire, likely from a candle that she had used to melt sealing wax for a letter. She succumbed to her injuries the next day. Henry, in attempts to extinguish the fire, first with a rug and then with his own body, received burns on his hands and face of such severity that he was unable to attend her funeral. Then in March of 1863, his oldest son, Charles, who preferred Charlie, not yet 18 years old, wanted to join the army to fight in the Civil War for the Union. Henry, though a staunch abolitionist himself, would not give the written permission needed for Charlie to serve, because he had promised Fanny that he would protect the family. The Longfellows lived in Cambridge, Massachusetts, from whence Charlie rode the train, unbeknownst to his family, to Washington, D.C., to enlist as a private in the 1st Massachusetts Artillery. Now, Henry was informed in a letter dated March the 14th after Charlie had left. I had tried hard to resist the temptation of going without your leave, but I cannot any longer, he wrote. I feel it to be my first duty to do what I can for my country, and I would willingly lay down my life for it if it would be of any good. The commander of Battery A wrote to Henry to get the written permission Charlie needed to become a soldier. And Henry finally did give his consent and Charlie was able to serve. But being a famous poet, he had some influence and made inquiries and requests, which eventually got Charlie commissioned as a lieutenant and assigned in a job away from the fighting. Then, late in the spring, Charlie contracted what was known as camp fever, possibly typhoid or typho-malarial fever, and he was sent home to recover, but he returned to duty in August. And despite the assignment, Charlie was wounded November the 27th while involved in a skirmish during a battle of the Mine Run campaign in Orange County, Virginia, southwest of Washington. He was shot in the left shoulder with the bullet exiting under his right shoulder blade, narrowly missing his spine. After receiving treatment, Charlie was transported back to Washington, where he was reunited on the 5th of December with his father and his younger brother, Ernest, who had traveled to, to see him. Now, Charlie did recover from his wounds, which brings us to Christmas Day of... 1863. Apparently the Longfellow children were under the impression from their youngest days, told by their father, that it wasn't Christmas until the church bells rang on Christmas Day. And so it was on Christmas Day, 1863, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow with the ringing of the bells was inspired to compose a poem which he entitled, Christmas Bells. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and mild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men, and thought how as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then from each black accursed mouth, the cannon thundered in the south. And with the sound, the carols drowned of peace on earth, goodwill to men. It was as if an earthquake rent the hearthstones of a continent and made forlorn the households born of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said. For hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail and the right prevail with peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then, in 1872, Jean Jean Baptiste Calquin put the poem to music, which we today know as I heard the bells on Christmas Day. I heard the bells on Christmas Day Their old familiar carols play And wild and sweet the words repeat Of peace on earth, goodwill to men I thought how as the day had come The belfries of all Christendom Had rolled along the unbroken song Of peace on earth, goodwill to men And in despair I bowed my head There is no peace on earth, I said For hate is strong And mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep, God is not dead nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail with peace on earth, goodwill to men. the wrong shall fail the right prevail with peace on earth goodwill to men
1: i appreciate very much brian singing our song throughout the this month of december we have uh, selected uh, some of the, the carols that we sing each year in celebration of Jesus coming. And it has been actually uh, one of my favorites for, for some time. Uh, the, the contents of these songs, uh, we, we were able to find, man, scripturally, how, how the words uh, are, are spoken and, and addressed. So as we sing these songs, it is a celebration of Jesus coming. This sounds a little different, isn't it? Uh, it doesn't mention Jesus. It doesn't mention his birth. It, it does mention that one phrase, peace on earth, goodwill to men. And, and we know that in Luke's story. Luke's story, it's, it's what the angels were declaring to the shepherds you know, in, in the coming of Jesus. Henry Longfellow wrote this passage. First of all, I wanted to say this is actually Brian's birthday. So uh, uh, he did that task. That, that was actually a gift from me to you, because I know you enjoy singing and doing things like that. so anyway, so happy birthday, my friend. Anyway, uh, I, I want you to imagine, it, as you listen to the story that Brian shared, uh, this, this poet. we know you know the, the ride of Paul Revere and, and some things uh, around that period of time, uh, so many recorded uh, poetry uh, that was by by uh, Henry Longfellow. But after his wife had passed in this tragedy, uh, about the same time the Civil War was was unfolding, it was beginning and, and a son that was pretty adamant about I want to go fight, I want to go fight. And uh, uh, he lost his poetry. Uh, He he lost his his ability to to write anything. Have you ever been there? Uh, That that just the sadness and the depression uh, envelops you because of circumstances of life. Isn't that right? Uh, in, in this, I, w- I want to point out one of the, uh, uh, probably probably the, the phrase or the, the, the section that he addressed the despair he felt in that time. There he wrote, um, And in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said. For hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. So right in the midst of the song, he's just being very honest. And and, and the truth is, there are a lot of people who would align and feel the same kind of things that Henry feels today. There's a lot of people, I believe, that feel, you know, what, what brings us to that? There might be those who are hurting who are frustrated with the way things are in this world, perhaps the wickedness. It doesn't even have to be the personal uh, attacks or things like that, but looking at the world uh, with wars and people uh, under under subjection and and just ugly, difficult things that are taking place. But then it does become very personal, doesn't it? I, I know several folks who have lost loved ones, and over and over, they tell me that it is during the holidays. The hurt, the depression seems to become twofold. It seems to double during those times, and, and it is difficult to make it through uh, those holidays. Uh, and then I've had a conversation with just a few folks, just asking them, you know, what, what's your plans for, for Christmas? What are you, you going to do? And, and I've had more than one... Uh, person share with me well we 're going to go to see some family, and i 'm not real excited about it <laughs> and and in 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 a way some some of the things that they said was i don 't feel accepted by my family or i don 't feel loved by my family and and so that that goes beyond uh, hurts when when the very place that you don't feel comfortable or don't feel accepted as your very own family. That could lead to depression. There are, there are uh, you know, expectations that might not be met, or, uh, and, and, and the fact that maybe gifts or other circumstances uh, might not match or, or, or fill the holes in my life. And, and therefore, what I feel in this, in this season is not the joy that we sing about. It is more that depression or hurt feelings or despair, as he sang in that stanza. I think about that idea that as we sing a song such as this, you know, peace on earth, or even that that is declared, uh, who, who around this world sees the peace? Do you see the peace is there a reason for us to celebrate? There's people say, where is it? Where is that peace? We celebrate that peace because of Jesus and his coming. Do we understand it? I mean, he came into this world. Do we still have the question of where is that peace? I wanted to turn to uh, Colossians chapter 1, 19 and 20. Just a couple verses I want to share with you. As we enter into this season, I think these words are great. As a matter of fact, I encourage you just to read this whole chapter, if you would, because it goes into more details, even at the beginning. Colossians 1 and verse 19 says, For God was pleased to have his fullness, his fullness, to dwell in him. It's been speaking about Jesus. So God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Jesus and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Well, who is this baby that was born that we celebrate this this, uh, day of his birth? Who who is this? It's, It's Jesus. We know his name is Jesus, but who is he? Earlier in verses 16 and seven, let me read that for you. It says, "For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth. things in heaven and earth visible and invisible, invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Almost uh, the same content as John begins in John chapter 1 of his gospel where he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Who is is Jesus? He is God. He is the Son of God. Uh, Conceived through the Holy Spirit, born of Mary, becomes the Son of God, existing, living in this world. And and what did he come for In, in this it continues on in verse 20. It says, and through him and through Jesus to reconcile to himself all things. So God sends Jesus to reconcile to himself all things. What is reconcile? I, I, th- I thought about it as I was preparing. I was with uh, uh, Lindsay and Jared and, and their family last night in their home. And we had some fun. We played a little hockey and some things with the boys. And, and before we left, they were sent downstairs to go brush their teeth. And, and <laughs> I think this happens often. But anyway, when they went down to brush their teeth, a, a fight broke out. You could tell. I mean, it got loud downstairs all of a sudden. Uh, one begins to scream, and, and Jared throws his frustrated face. You, parents, you know what I'm talking about, frustrated face. But right then you could have shouted down to the boys, Boys, be reconciled! Okay? They wouldn't understand a word you said, but it would make sense, because that word means make peace, or, 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 or make things right between each other. Right? Be reconciled. So God sent Jesus into this world to reconcile us, when we think about the world in all its ugliness, the core problem of this world is sinfulness. We think about death; we could blame sinfulness. We think about sickness, sinfulness. We think about broken relationships among us; we think about sinfulness. When we think of the ugliness of this world, it is absolutely. We look within, and it is within us. It is our sinfulness. But in that passage, it says that God sent Jesus into this world to reconcile us to himself. God brings us into a right relationship with himself through the reconciliation of Jesus. Jesus did it through the shedding of his blood. See, it's not just the, the, the manger that we see, that, that place where Jesus, after he was born, he was placed. You know, that's what we're thinking about, Jesus as a baby. But how can we, who believe in Jesus, see anything, but not just the manger, but also the cross for which he died upon? Here in Colossians, it says that the reason he sent him is in order to reconcile ourselves to him. Isn't Jesus worth celebrating? Isn't he worth celebrating? Oh my goodness, if we're not thinking about the cross and the forgiveness that we have, a right and perfect uh, relationship now created with God because Jesus paid the debt of our sinfulness amen and praise god for the gift of jesus we're going to partake of of communion together this evening well one other thing i wanted to share with you i i think it's really important especially when we look at king james version when we sing that song it's the king james version that says peace on earth goodwill to men But you look at other versions like NIV, ESV. NIV says, On earth peace to those whom God's favor rests. And here's why it's important that I not forget this. Because that peace is made available to all. Absolutely. But that peace isn't received by all. There's those who continue to ignore God. There are those who continue to turn their backs and not even accept that gift of Jesus. You see, it is so important for us to understand that the gift that has been given must be received, must be believed in, and in order to receive that forgiveness through Jesus Christ. That's where, in the song, he then writes those words that say... And actually, these are words of faith. The bells ring out to announce this Christmas Day, and it's in these words... He says, then peeled the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail. With peace on earth, goodwill to men. That's, uh, again, a declaration in faith. That is believing that God exists. He is not dead, nor does, is he just distant, but he is very active. And Jesus, Jesus is the proof. Jesus is the guarantee that God has resolved has reconciled us to himself through Jesus. Let's partake of communion together. If you would go ahead and take your cups if you've collected them. Pull back that top layer and we're going to celebrate Jesus the coming of Jesus as an infant into this world. But in the in the in the thought in the whole purpose of his coming He went to that cross and died upon that cross, shedding his blood in order for us to be reconciled to God. Let's partake as we think about Jesus upon that cross. And then in that cup, there's the juice that represents the blood of Jesus Christ. It is through the blood, the shedding of his blood that we are reconciled, we're forgiven. It's that place where we could declare very clearly that I am a child of God. You are a child of God through Jesus Christ. What an amazing gift through the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's partake. Oh, Father in heaven, we know the peace that has come into this world, and his name is Jesus. Father, the world around us is still troubled by the sinfulness of this world. And Lord, what you brought to us is truth and light and life. And we give you praise because through Christ we know this relationship that is good and right and growing in you. Help us, Father, to see and and celebrate that truth. Father, we do pray for this time, uh, this celebration to be with family. Uh, Lord, we pray blessings upon everybody that's here for that purpose. But, Lord, we pray especially that our minds and hearts will be yours. Our thoughts and our purposes set in this life will be to glorify you and to praise you Because we are yours. God, we thank you for our time uh, this afternoon and for our opportunity to remember Jesus and to celebrate him. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.